Robin Victor, you're supposed to. Oh, I didn't. I I didn't hear anything from Rob. Ba, 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 ba. Da, 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 I'm gonna include do, that do. part. <laughs> we were ba, 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 ba. Rob yeah. was whispering. That's why ASMR, I couldn't Rob. Hear him. And now here's Coach Crandor. It was only six minutes late today. Yeah, that was. It is a new record, hey, actually. That's what I'm saying. Six I'm minutes. Impressed. It's practically there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I'm so bad at being on time for things. Even when I want to show up on time for things, I end up being late. Like that doesn't even just include this. Like my physical therapy appointments, dentist appointments, <laughs> like everything. I was like, oh, yeah, I just you know got here a few minutes late. They're like, it's whatever. <laughs> See, I'm so, like that in in real life, but on the internet, I'm like, I feel like I'm always on time. Rob was also late this week as well as I was not or... late this week. I'll have you know, as I the was... only person who's always on time. I get oh, to tell you all. Excuse me, when Mr. you're when you I are late. I was not late this week. I was watching the throne to see when Crendor showed up so that I could jump into the throne. That's actually why. Uh, the answer to your question that you asked before the uh, before we turned on the cameras here, uh, but you was, saw we, me in here. Why did you jump in? Because me and Jess were watching a movie, <laughs> so we were well, taking it as long as we could go. Are you saying that this Invictus is important to you? <laughs> I mean, Rob already he already told like all of my chat that they weren't as important. So e- even when we were it's in squad point, mode, yeah. watching the draft. Rob was like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to paste it in some Victor's chat. Yeah, <laughs> damn fucking well, right. I'm just kidding. Yep. I'm sorry. I love this um, chat. Yep. Everybody. How's it going? How hangs it? So this was the NFL draft week. As you saw last week, we did our uh, pre-draft show. We told you what the draft was. Then we live streamed the draft. Yeah. Uh, the first round, at least. Thank and you to now, everyone who came out for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually Which, uh, uh, went pretty well, I think. Yeah, that was a good time. was also late by about 30 minutes, I think. Okay, I was getting my food, <laughs> and that was just, okay. Um, Being so, punctual yeah, we, uh, is hard for a coach. Punctuals for losers. That's a <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. It's oh. actually true, yeah. I remember that yeah. quote in history class. <laughs> gotcha. So, a uh, lot of stuff happened. A lot of crazy picks happened. So I figured we'd start out by just going over uh, the first round in general. So as we all thought, Kyler Murray went to the Cardinals. Yep. And I I feel like everybody kind of knew it was going to happen, but they were like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they won't do it. But then they did it. Uh, but I mean, I mean I'll, it's I'll, not I'll a bad pick. Oh, were my mistakes on my chess? I said I didn't think the Cardinals were going to do it because no organization would be dumb enough to do that. Turns out, <laughs> Cardinals are. So, you know, you got that. They got that going for them. I mean, yeah. um, why? Like they had Rosen. I why, I don't know. Why dude. go for a, a new quarterback after you just got done installing a new quarterback? <laughs> I saw a, a comment that was like, uh, "The Cardinals have traded." Uh, the uh, 2018 uh, first round pick, a 2018 second round pick, a 2018 fifth round pick 
for a 2020 first round pick <laughs> because yeah. that's basically what they fucking did. <laughs> yeah, that's I what just... it was. I saw they were like with the 10th pick of the 2018 <laughs> yeah. NFL draft, the Cardinals select the 62nd pick of the 2019 <laughs> NFL draft. <laughs> it's just like I I don't man, I don't know. I don't like here's the thing. Like I I said this on uh during our draft show, I said this uh last week. I think Kyler is better than Josh Rosen. Yeah. But it's just like, why would you do that? You have no need to do that. <laughs> Unless you really think there is nothing in Josh Rosen, which yeah. I, I I don't see it personally, but, you know. Like, maybe they think Rosen's just like a average quarterback, and they think Murray will be like a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, like, I mean, I get. I I guess they had to have thought that, right? Like, they, yeah. There, there's no other way you pull the trigger on that decision unless you they thought that, you know? Yeah. Like, I they probably traded up last year, being like, guys, we really need a quarterback, and then they're like, maybe we shouldn't have did that. <laughs> maybe we, I guess we should have just waited till, till next year. So I don't know. I think that's part of it. They just feel like they made a mistake last year. Now they want to move on, but still, like, I don't think he was like terrible. Like, I feel like if they just got some stuff around him, he probably would have gotten you know I mean, gotten better plus, yeah the team like the team is terrible yeah yeah That's he, the, he had nothing to work with they were yeah. literally they were the 32nd ranked offensive line in football oh they're like, not awful yeah <laughs> and, like, and they drafted a pocket quarterback like I, mm-hmm. I can't i can't think of another team in recent memory that has done that where they took an overall first i mean i, I know it's happened before but i just can't think of one on top of my head where they took a first-round quarterback in a previous season and then decided to get another first-round quarterback <laughs> with the yeah. first pick of the draft at that. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's, like, it's, that's, it's wild that's to bonkers. me. Yeah. And, and it just it shows got, no loyalty to your players either. Like, yeah. like, how, why would anyone in that organization trust the organization in any way at this point? Right? Yeah. Like, Rosen they just was their shit guy. all over him. Yeah, <laughs> Rosen was their guy, and this is how they treated him. Like, I'm surprised. Like, how did Fitzgerald stay there? Yeah, I don't point, know like, if they're treating people like that. I mean, they must he he must be shaking the right hand or something because that yeah. is probably got a mansion there. It's just like yeah, settled in is, like yeah. ah, I don't like Arizona. this place. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> it's a desert mansion. It's, it's got like God, scorpions damn. walking around and shit. <laughs> Where all the millionaires play, Scott's <laughs> here. At this point, he's dug in, right? Like he's he's yeah. going to be a cardinal forever. Like that's it's just not not going away at this point. I feel yeah. bad for him, too. You know, I mean, I don't feel bad for him at all. He gets paid millions and millions of dollars to play. Yeah, football. like I mean, he's played yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he didn't yeah. win it, but he's, <laughs> look, he's well with. compensated, sure. But that doesn't mean that, like, you know, it's still his dream to win the Super Bowl. Ultimately. Is it though? Yeah, of course. Dude's been Is doing this. He's been doing this for like twenty years now. Like he, he probably, I'm sure he wants a ring. I'm pretty sure that there's many people who play in the NFL that don't actually care about winning, and they just care about like, hey, I've got a good job. That's true, they but I don't just, think Larry yeah. Fitzgerald is one of them, though. Personally, he might just oh, like no, playing not... football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean, obviously did. he's going to want to win. But... Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, like I'm, I, I don't, I'm not going to go into this rhetorical situation, but I'm pretty sure that there are legitimate players who are like yeah they want to put on like the face of like yeah of course winning the super bowl is the greatest thing in the world but really like yeah this is a cushy job i'm just gonna get paid millions of dollars or even hundreds of thousands of dollars just to play yeah. football because it's fun I, i'm sure i'm sure there's lots of players like that but i i don't i sincerely i don't think larry fitzgerald is one of them that dude oh i don't need like, i don't uh, need yeah i don't yeah. i don't think 
particularly fits is, but anyway, yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. It's the Cardinals, but I, I mean, it's still yeah. like moving in the right direction. Like it's not a bad decision. <laughs> I think, I think it is, here's the thing. I think it is a bad decision. And the reason that I think it's a bad decision is not just because it's just utterly disrespectful to your pick and your team and your players and your fan base. And you know, there's a hundred reasons for it, for it to be right. bad in, in that direction. But in like a football direction, they just spent so much ammo getting literally Kyler Murray. Now, if he ends up being their QB that wins them Super Bowls, it wins them any Super Bowls since, you know, they have zero, then sure, I guess I guess it was a good decision ultimately. But like right now, it's just it's they spent so much ammo to end up with Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. It, it just seems like that team needs a lot of help. Not a little help, and doing it this way just seems like the wrong way to rebuild, in my opinion. But I'm also well, not think, paid millions uh, of dollars to make those decisions, so I think it's the right decision. I just think they got there in a terrible way. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I think it is the right pick that you had to do, but like to get here, you had to like trade a bunch of picks, get a quarterback, put like yeah. you know, kind of leash them through all this, and be like, up, oh, all right, bye. Well, and then, like, everyone, yeah. like, freaks out because it's, like, that's kind of douchey to do. But it's, like, I mean, you still got to do it. The other thing is I have no – I have absolutely zero fucking clue why they waited until draft day to – literally day two draft day <laughs> to trade Josh Rosen. Yeah. Because you just tank his value. He was he was the 10th overall pick last year. Yeah. you could If they did this two months ago – like if they were they, like if they did this two months ago, they could have got a first round pick for Josh Rosen. Yeah. I, I, I if you're making that decision, I feel like you have to make that way earlier than they did because they killed his trade value. They ended up getting what like a, a second round and something else for him. Right? Yeah, I think it was like a second and a fifth round pick swap or something like that. That's just like I mean. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, maybe the teams were just like, oh, he's they're probably going to take Kyler Murray. We don't want to trade for it. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. But at the same time, there's got to be like some team that would give up something. Yeah, I mean, uh, more than like, what they got, I would think. Yeah, it just it just shows you that someone someone in the Arizona Cardinals like organization just absolutely hates because like rob is right they could have done so much more with that pick it's clear they didn't even value him because if they if they did if they actually had some faith in the in the stock of rose and they would have traded him that day on the first mm -hmm. day after going for murray but they just yeah. i mean obviously they're going to be focused more on the draft but when coach was saying like you know well they made you know they're in the right direction it's kind of like well when you're at the bottom of the barrel coach you can only float up so <laughs> yeah, yeah can't really I go know. down anymore Ask the detroit lines about that one <laughs> <laughs> they go through the barrel um next up we had nick bosa which is like you know the safe number 2 pick yep yep everybody thought uh, that was going to happen you know yeah, everybody kind of so, knew that one yeah um, but the shocker at number three, well, not even too big of a shocker, because I, uh, no, no, no. I mock that one, is the Jets taking Quinn and Williams. Yep. 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 Uh, yep. So how do, you, how do you feel about that one? <laughs> I, you know, the, the, the thing is, I love the kid, the, the dude Quinn. like, I don't, did you guys see the, the sneezing thing with him? Yeah, that was funny. It's hilarious. I, he, he, I, basically he was giving an interview at the draft stage and he sneezed. 
Then he said, bless you to himself. And then he thanked himself for saying bless you to himself. He's a a jet already, coach. (laughs) And he's got braces. He's the most, he's an adorable man. And he will murder Tom Brady. And I'm happy about that. Um, So he's going to be a good pick. And I I think, I hope anyway. But Mm. I am sad that it ended up being that we couldn't trade down. Um, And I say couldn't, even though I don't know. But here's the thing. There, there has been a news story that said that uh, the Raiders front office were trying to trade the fourth overall pick and there were nobody. Nobody was answering, apparently, mm. like there were no there were no phone calls. So I, I think that might have just been the situation with the Jets, too. Uh, honestly, we probably we probably wanted to trade down and we probably just couldn't. But at yeah. the end of the day, we got. You know what? Some analysts, a good deal of them at least, were considering the best player in the draft at Quinn and Williams. So, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sad about it, but um, I mean, he's I'm a little sad. He's a big time player <laughs> in the in the SEC. I mean, that's that's yeah. in, in itself is a pretty pretty good feat to have. And, and if you watch his highlights, he's a monster. So I mean, yeah. like you know, it, it's 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 a good pick. I, I it's, it, but. It's just the it's just the Jets fan in me. That's all it is. That's the only. <laughs> yeah, it's see? literally the only bit. It's it's the Jets fan bias in me that I've seen this. I've seen this for ten years. I I it hurts me. I but I'm sure he's gonna be a great pick, and I don't want to shit on the man. I it's just oh, it burns me. Inside. It's like I said at the draft, coach. There is only one true absolute in the world that Jets will hate their pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fan I mean, is yeah. never satisfied. Yeah. Well, I mean, Rob at least has been saying this whole time, like he wants offense. Yeah. So I can see why he's not satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then you get another defensive player, and it's like, well, uh, we got maybe he could play offense. We got Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I think that shows like that nobody wanted to trade up because everyone was kind of like, well, there's like guys down here we can get. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, I think with... they figured people were the QBs were going to drop because it, it yeah. seemed like that. It's, I mean, that happened, and you know, I thought yeah. that might be the case too. And man, oh man, did it happen! Because whoo boy, <laughs> yeah. Haskins, the, uh... man. <laughs> mm. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We got uh, the Raiders with the first surprise pick. They took Clellan Farrell, which shows they really wanted to trade down. I'd imagine because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he was probably he was like mocked at like either like between 10 and 20. Yeah. I didn't so. even see him on the draft when I was looking at the, uh, <laughs> looking at our mocks. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I I'm mean, sure he can be good. It's just the value of getting well, him at that point. is like He's better than any of us would do. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, you know, it's not saying too much right now, but that was, if that was the crazy pick that the Oakland Raiders were having, then, um, whew. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to see Chucky when he's partying. <laughs> well, it's funny because like that was the that was like probably the surprise pick in the top ten, right? Like that yeah. was the one that oh. happens every year. I think really that was well. Yeah, I, I, say... yeah I, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Never getting to that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. But that uh, that's one of that's one of the the two maybe I suppose. Yeah. But uh, um, ultimately, you know, like I, I don't know if we mentioned in the episode yet, but. Uh, Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Like, what? Yeah. Clem Farrell might be the best player in this draft. We it's have true. no idea. And, Basically, and, and, all of football is a crapshoot. Is what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Literally everything. Everything yeah. that has to do with football is a crapshoot. We're just yeah. here. 
just talking. And yeah. and what could have happened? I could see this have be, being the thing that had that played out there. Clellan Farrell might be the guy that was at the top of the Raiders draft board, and they must have they might have thought, well, we could probably trade down and still get him, right? Mm-hmm. But then no nobody was calling, right? Yeah. So at that point, they they thought maybe okay, well, we're not going to get him at our next pick, um, so we should take him now. And if that's if that was their decision, then I you know, yeah, I got to respect I the board. A, I have a different yeah. theory. All right, okay. My theory is that they were banking on someone trading up for the fourth pick and didn't have a pick at number four <laughs> and just selected somebody. You know, if it was just if it was just Gruden and his grinders behind the scenes, I might feel you. That's Mike Mayock now, and I like Mike yeah. Mayock. He would Mike do his Mayock homework. Does, I feel like, yeah, but, he always knew stuff when he'd uh, be on the NFL like channel draft thing. Yeah, I mean, but you had Josh Allen up there though. That is the weird thing. That's Josh, the, Allen, yeah. Josh Allen has won multiple awards. He played in the SEC. He was clearly better, in my opinion, than Clellan Farrell was. Maybe, that, I guess he just knows something you don't. He yeah, might be yeah. like, you know what? Clellan Farrell has that drive in him. Josh Allen doesn't have that. Like, I heard that or somebody really wanted just to hear Gruden try to pronounce Clellan over and over again. <laughs> Clellan Farrell. <laughs> That's how I Clellan. Just like see him all the time. Just like Clellan. He's just like Clellan, sitting there saying it over and over to himself. Big Ten Nine Seven <laughs> SG. We're gonna call this play the Feral, the Feral Cat. Uh, of course, of course, you'd work into a cat in there. <laughs> uh, dude, Clemson. Why? They're like the the wild. What are the what are Clemson? The Tigers. Uh, no, that's that you're it? thinking of LSU, right? Oh, the or, LSU Tigers. It, it, it's like some kind of cat, though. That's I what think. I thought. Clemson. Clemson. Let's see. Maybe it is Tigers. Uh, it is it is Tigers. It is Tigers. Wow. Yeah. Oh, sons of bitches. That's There's too I many thought. Tigers in football. There's dude. too many goddamn Tigers in my There's football. a lot of Tigers. <laughs> Who are we? The Wildcats. <laughs> Who are we going to be? The Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh... Well, next up, we had the Buccaneers taking Devin White, which uh, that's a solid pick. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, big uh, fan of the, said, uh, of, of the You said big... you wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I Hey, on my, my passing grade coach was anything on the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> yep. That's all I cared about. And uh, I definitely loved watching Devin White on the, on the highlights and everything. Getting like an impact linebacker is going to be great. And uh, I can't wait to see the Buccaneers give up only 39 points uh, per game. <laughs> that might be enough to win. You never know. Maybe an it extra might. game or two. I mean, it might, but as long as we have Jameis Winston in the, at the helm, pro- yeah. probably not, Coach. Yeah. Did you guys end up taking yeah. a QB at all, actually, in the draft? <clears throat> uh, the Buccaneers did not. They drafted linebacker, DB, CB, <clears throat> safety, uh, and a uh, linebacker, some some person on the fifth round, uh, wide receiver and uh, <laughs> DT. Well, so, uh, uh, tank for two, much, up, bro. Yeah, pretty much all defense, which is actually yep. pretty good because that's it, you know, except for the wide receiver and the whatever in the fifth round. But yeah, yes. it looks like uh, yeah. it looks like it says kicker here. No, nope, I I don't see that at all, coach. <laughs> you might have uh, yeah. you might have different uh, different notes than I do. I, yeah, that's uh, interesting here. Only so only the same kicker. person would ever would ever think that the Bucks would draft another kicker uh, anytime <laughs> before the two hundredth pick. 
Yeah, they clearly it's didn't kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, huh. Well, I mean, uh, speaking of uh, terrible picks, the New York Giants select <laughs> Daniel Jones, sixth <laughs> overall. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, he, like we were saying, uh, like he could be good. <laughs> yeah, he could. I, look, la, la, uh, last if you didn't watch our draft show and you just watched the, uh, um, the podcast last week. Then you saw my QB grades. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't uh, do any uh, quote unquote scouting of Daniel Jones um, then, but I did after that before the draft. And I'll tell you what, I put him as the number two quarterback in this draft. Actually, mm. so I, I personally think the Giants did get the second best QB in this draft. But yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you want to draft the best quarterback though? Well, yeah, but you can't. If the if the Cardinals are going to make a stupid shoot themselves in the foot decision and take <laughs> Kyler Murray, then you know what are you going to do, right? <laughs> so, um, it's uh, well, I guess then you do the thing where you shoot yourself in the foot and take Daniel Jones. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it looks like he's got potential. I don't think he can start right away, but I guess you know they wouldn't want him to start right away with Eli. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's going to start right away, but. Um, I think he can start right away. Actually, like oh. I, 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 so that's the thing about him is that I actually think he's got the the issues that he has are limited. Now, the the stuff that I don't know, um, like you know, how good of a leader is he? How well does he do on the board? You know, how quickly does he learn new concepts and stuff? How quickly does he learn new techniques that they're going to be teaching him? I don't know any of those things. Those are things that that only the GMs and the scouting teams uh, will know. But the rest of the stuff, like he was the most, in my opinion, he was the most put together quarterback outside of Kyler Murray, um, more than anyone else in the draft. Mm-hmm. With, with all the traits that you're kind of looking for, because like Ryan Finley was there too. Um, he he seemed to do all the things that you wanted him to do, but he just didn't. His his arm, he looked like he had a noodle arm. He's got a little yeah. noodle arm going on. So, you know, I don't know. I I, th- I think he was the second best in the draft. You, you made you made all this after he was drafted. What's that? You made you made all the all the analyzation after he was drafted? No, I did it before actually. Ah. He just didn't do it on the show. He I just it, yeah, like, I just didn't do it on the podcast. Yeah, ah. um, I I did it before he was drafted. I did it. Uh, it was on my Twitter. You can check the tweets, and then also on our draft <laughs> show. So yeah, I watched a little yeah. bit of him. He seemed like he reminded me of like that Peyton Manning style of quarterback, where he's just like you know pocket passing, like doo, doo, doo. he had that like kind of yeah. frame to him too. Maybe he, Peyton Manning will like you know give him some tips. Being the, the brother of Eli, let's come down. Like let me show you how to play football. To, so that could help him out. But I feel me, like yeah, John on. Madden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Right over here. Let me show you uh, how to play football. I feel like there's many good quarterbacks next year, and yeah. it's, it's not like you're gonna be good this year. You're the Giants. You just traded away your best wide receiver. Yeah, uh, and you could take Josh Allen here and have like a pass rusher to cut, you know, uh, mm-hmm. not compensate. Uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Get uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right there. Uh, I'm gonna no, let Coach, I'm I'm gonna like coach figure this one out. Uh, <laughs> you can do it. It's can like it. uh, you know, I believe in you. Goddamn, sh- com- not compensate. <laughs> what am I? Th- what am I thinking of? Uh, I don't know. Compliment. compliment. 
Compliment. That's the word, word you're looking for. You it's you like got a compliment because you got the pass rusher and you got the passer. So I think you take your pass rusher here, you get Josh Allen, you rush the quarterback, and then you bring in your good quarterback next year, you draft. And, uh, you know, you get a nice compliment on both sides of the ball. Uh, and then they did this. So I'm like, oh, I guess that could work. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's the Giants. I, You know, uh, the, the thing is, too, I'm going to continue to defend the Giants here okay. in, in this scenario. Right. Thing is, too, if you if you got a guy that you like, I, in my opinion, you take him. Because, like, mm-hmm. if you think this – if they think Daniel Jones is their Q, QB of the future – Fucking take him because the thing is, you don't know what your position is going to be next year. Yeah. Are you going to be in position to get Tua or uh, or who who are the other guys like uh, Degrom or whatever the fuck? Oh yeah, there's like, uh, I can pull it up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the other the next year. Yeah, one's uh, one was going to come in this year and then he waited till next year. Uh, yeah. There's Tua. There's <laughs> Justin Herbert. Right, Oregon, Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake from Georgia. So, so you don't know if you're going to be in position to get one of those guys. And also, um, next year, you know, what if what if Tua shits the bed? I mean, you know, yeah. like what if what if he shows himself to be a terrible QB? It right, could happen. Get injured or something. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not like it's it's not like it's even uncommon to happen. Uh, where mm-hmm. where you know QB prospects decide to stay another year. And then all teams are just like, ooh, yeah, I'm glad we got more tape on you. <laughs> ooh, so. baby, I love the way. <laughs> it's actually a bear coach, not Herbert. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, I went to I went to school with that entire family. It's a bear. What? Yeah, a bear. You went to school with their family? Yeah, every single one of their sons has a J in front of their name. Uh oh, interesting. Wait. I don't know if you're like lying or if you. Actually... Yeah, I'm not sure either. <laughs> I'll just sure I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, guess who gets Josh Allen? The Jaguars at seven, which is actually probably one of the biggest steals. As probably. long as he's good. I don't think anyone but had him going to seven. People it feels like was mocking him in the top three. Yeah, well, it's one of these picks where like. You know, there's picks where it's like, that eh, could be a bust, but I feel like there's some guys that just have that natural floor where it's like their floor is they'll be a starter, even if they're not a pro bowler. Like, right. they can start yeah. and get the job done. I feel like that's what he is. Like, even if he's not a pro bowler, he's going to be a good starter, but he's got the potential to be, like, you know, an all-pro. Yeah. So, that's a that's a solid pick at number seven for the Jaguars, especially because they've, uh, they've been needing one ever since they lost Dante Fowler Jr. Yep. Yeah, and they got Jawan Taylor. Yeah, they yeah. got Jawan Taylor. Gotta be Jawan Taylor. It's gotta be Jawan Taylor. That was our, uh, <laughs> our meme of the draft because he was supposed to. I had him mocked right there at seven, and they got him in the second round at that spot. Like, mm-hmm. that's, woo, that's this some good is, value. This is how far he fell. I had time to leave the stream, record <laughs> Isaac, go get food, come back, and Jawan Taylor still wasn't drafted. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh,. I guess he had like leg <laughs> issues or spine issues or something. So I think it was both, apparently. Yeah. At least that's so, what chat was saying. Yeah. So I guess that's why. But hey, that's still pretty good value for a guy who's supposed to go in the top 10. Uh, yeah. Get him in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had the Lions take TJ Hawkinson, tight end, who could be very good or could be a bust, like when they took Eric Ebron. Uh, very <laughs> who, high up. When he left Detroit, was a god <laughs> in Indianapolis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's uh, that's one of those things where I think taking a tight end really high up is kind of a risky pick too. Because usually you can get tight ends like either late first or the second or third or whatever. But I mean, it could work out. It could be the next Gronk or, uh, you know, Ebron. Uh, <laughs> Lions. So probably the latter. Yep. Uh, then the Bills got Ed Oliver, which a great pick. He was riding a horse named Coffee, wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, this guy may be my new favorite uh, defensive tackle. Wait, which guy? Say it again. I missed Ed, Ed Oliver. Oliver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's riding the horse named Coffee. And they're yes, showing I it. did he see that. That was hat. wonderful. Yeah. It was you very know, good. You know who he reminded me of? Even at, like before like seeing him ride the horse and everything? He reminded me of a young John Randall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a bad comparison. I think mm-hmm. he's. I think he's actually going to be pretty darn good. I, and e- even if he's not, I don't care because the dude freaking owns like ten horses. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people had him mocked as like a top five pick. Uh, so getting him at nine even is like really good. And I think uh, he'll probably fit in right in Buffalo. Who's the yeah. guy that's afraid of horses? I have no idea hold on nfl player who's the guy afraid afraid of horses horses. (laughs) there's one i want to say it's von miller but is it oh it's eric berry eric berry is afraid of really (laughs) wow that is weird (laughs) i mean oliver yeah oliver was popular down here when he played for the cougars so you know i think he played uh played there yeah he played for houston and he uh yeah, I don't know. I, I he reminds me of a younger John Randall. Yeah, he, uh, I think it's a really good pick for Buffalo. I mean, they just had uh, Kyle Williams retire, so they yep. needed someone there, and uh, that's a pretty solid pick. So hey, that's a good uh, good Bills pick there. Then at ten, we had the Broncos trade down with the Steelers, who selected mm-hmm. Devin Bush out of Michigan. Mm. Uh, so I guess they needed a Ryan Shazier replacement. Because they have yeah. not replaced him, uh, and they traded up to do that with Devin Bush. So that seems like <laughs> seems like another solid pick. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. That gift, Rob. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> private text isn't that fucking great? Uh, it's a gift of Eric Berry going, "Oh hell no, nah, there goes that horse. I don't fuck with that horse." <laughs> it was great because he was a chief for so long, and uh, and they have a tradition where they have a oh, yeah. go out and yeah. ride the horse around the stadium. <laughs> and he's terrified of horses. How can be terrified of horses unless you got bitten by one? I think that's what happened to him. Actually, is maybe a horse. I got bit by a, a turkey. There you when go. I was like six. <laughs> but can you can you really get bit if it doesn't have teeth though? Yeah, they can get pecked, dude. Well, ge- geese have teeth. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's terrifying. Some scary shit, dude. I saw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking, speaking of horses, I saw a video <laughs> of a mare killing a oh a. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess it was a stud, but like they it was, oh it was a really short video. But this mare like just straight up kicked this this male horse right in the middle of the forehead the horse instantly died it was holy crazy. shit jesus well he probably like how, i like how he's just like of this mayor killing and you're just like oh my god like the mayor <laughs> killing you don't even know what he killed devoured that he thing. destroyed <laughs> it i was like man i do not want to get kicked in the by a horse because apparently it's like a shotgun and yeah kill you instantly that's uh yeah i don't i don't think i'd ever want that either um so anyway then, that's devin bush anyway uh, yeah then the bengals got jonah williams offensive tackle guard that's uh yep, hey yep. bengals need a lot of things 
Yeah, it's a, so good, that's a good pick. O line's uh, never sexy, but it's always important. Yep. Uh, then the Packers shocked me and took Rashawn Gary. Rashawn uh, Gary. Rashawn Gary, which at the time I was like, ah, I don't know. Uh, but it's actually grown on me a lot uh, after looking into it more and seeing stuff like a lot of the plays at Michigan were Rashawn Gary getting like double and triple teamed. And then mm-hmm. Devin Bush and Winovich and all these guys like making plays because of that. Right. So, uh, plus they were kind of playing him out of position. They played him like on the line at defensive end. They even put him at defensive tackle. Rarely they'd put him at linebacker. Uh, and what the Packers want to do is in the three four line him up is kind of like that Julius Peppers, where he's like the uh-huh. freak athletic type of guy. Right. Uh, where they can just like swap him in and out because they have so many different linebackers now too. Yeah. Uh, so you keep him fresh. Uh, you don't really wear his shoulder down, and he just kind of—he's pretty much like the young Julius Peppers. Like he's a freak athlete. He's fast. He's like six. I think they said he's like six. Uh, what is he? Six. Uh, Rashawn. Six four. Yeah, six four, two eighty, and runs a four five. Yeah. Yeah, that's that crazy. Like, that is insane. a specimen for a yeah. uh, for a DT. Yeah. So. It's uh, I'm pretty hyped about it. Like after like looking into it, I'm like, all right, I can see this working out. I think a lot of people probably saw him as like a defensive lineman, but even when they announced him, they were like linebacker. So it shows they just they want to play him at linebacker. So right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and if it doesn't work out, it's like, hey, you know, we still got other things. But I think it actually will work out. I think he's uh, I think he's motivated to prove a lot of people wrong too, because he was supposed to be like the number one recruit. Uh, or he was the number one recruit out of high school. He was supposed to be like one of the best players in college, right. and then he kind of fell off a bit because uh, maybe they just played him wrong or whatever reason. But and I think it can work out. Here's a fun fact about Rashawn Gary, Coach. Did okay. you know that Rashawn Gary, the Rashawn Gary, has founded his own sports agency? Really? <laughs> right, before the, right before the draft. Yep. Dude. What is it? It's called Rashawn Gary Sports. <laughs> All right. Yo, that's I'm not making this fucking up. move, dude. I'm not like, making this up. No. He did that's it right before the draft. That's pretty cool. I, I think that's cool. Like that's, yeah. that's you know, dude's uh dude's covering all bases if the playing thing doesn't apparently work. He out already for him. Has, apparently he already has two clients. One of them is him. I don't know who he is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> hey man, okay. this guy I don't even know. He could be crazy. Like maybe he's good crazy. Uh, he imagined like a like a, a vine or a tiktok video of him going show me the money and then like the camera sw- like swaps back to like the opposite side like i got the money no show me the money i got the money show me we're the same person it's com it's uh, comedy gold right there Coach. well devin bush we just talked about said quote i'd take rashawn gary before me right yeah so Look at that. Take that, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that pick. I think it'll uh I think it'll work out. Um I hope it'll work out. <laughs> Next we had Christian Wilkins <laughs> with the Dolphins. I think that's a pretty good pick. Yep. Uh yep. he was supposed to be uh, pretty much right where he is. And he seems like a really cool dude. He's like jumping around on stage, having a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and it seems I like think, everybody likes him. I think the Dolphins are gonna be uh much improved here. Yeah, even yeah, though, especially with too. Rosen now on on their side. 
Dude, mm-hmm. now that Rosen is on the on the uh, the Dolphins, the AFC East has three of the five first round QBs selected <laughs> in 2018. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's how it is now in the AFC. <laughs> that is also literally Tom Brady versus the 2018 quarterback draft. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and and on top of that, in 2019, the AFC East all drafted defensive line. <laughs> <laughs> in the first round like everybody was just like all right so we're gonna throw the ball with our new qb and we're gonna beat up tom brady that is the only thing that we, we want to injure their new quarterback as well. right? yeah exactly yeah. yeah did they realize that josh allen can hurdle a man he hurdled josh a man. allen hurdles josh allen i don't know what will happen the universe time will, will break yeah. the universe um, will actually explode and coach might actually lose his mind and Josh Allen has been selected with the number seven pick two years in a row. <laughs> yes, there better yeah. be a Josh Allen going number seven next year. <laughs> mm. And we had the Falcons taking Chris Lindstrom, a guard, to protect Matt Ryan. This is always a good pick. Good. Yep. Offensive line. Um, Get him. Then we had Dwayne Haskins go to the Washington Redskins in, I think, the most fitting selection Yep. <laughs> of the draft. I can't see a better place for Dwayne Haskins to go than Washington. Not because it's a good fit, but because it just seems like crazy shit's about to happen in Washington. Oh yeah. Well and, when is uh, there ever not? I didn't yeah. like his I didn't like Haskins I really didn't like his attitude during the draft. Mm-hmm. When when he finally got picked, he said that uh he said, Yeah, the the league really screwed up. Now, yeah. now they're gonna find out. I got chip in my shoulder or something like that. He's trying to be like Aaron Josh Rogers. Rosen thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, trying to do Aaron Rodgers, it, but like you, he's not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and like I, I pretty much like whenever I look at a look at a rookie and they're smirking every time someone gets picked above them, like they just had a they just had it in their mind that they were supposed to be number one or number two. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then the dude starts like smirking on TV whenever he gets passed over. That just that just rubs me the wrong way. It's a, it feels it's the like wrong he's going to be the poor man's Cam Newton. Nah, like, I, yeah. I highly doubt that because he can't run worth a shit. Like, I was getting more. Not, oh, really? He can't run? No, not at all. Like he, oh, he's no. well, he's he's probably the least mobile QB. He's kind of like the homeless person's Cam Newton. <laughs> uh, I was I was more he's gonna. Big. He's like a he's got a Big Ben kind of thing going on. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say more like Byron Leftwich, but yeah. Oh uh, yeah, a little that, bit. He doesn't have quite the rocket that that no. uh, sexy Rexy had, or not, so not kinda, sexy Rexy. Bless <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like the poor man's Byron Leftwich, which yeah, <laughs> yeah, isn't a good comparison. But who uh, knows? Again, yeah. it's all a crapshoot in the end. Yeah, yeah he could be the know. best QB in this class. I mean, we we really don't know. But to, my my take on Haskins was that he was very dis- developmental. Um, I'd probably rate him as the third best in the in the class, though. So. You know, take from well, that what you will. To show, he, uh, how about wasn't uh, what's that other Ohio State guy is kind of big? Cardale Jones. Mm. Do you think he's like? Do you think he's got like a Cardale Jones type uh, career? Because Cardale Jones got picked by the Bills and was bad, uh, <laughs> yeah. but he was a fourth round pick, so he's got to be better than. He's got to be better than a fourth round pick. Uh, to illustrate, yeah. to illustrate how, how little rushing uh, Haskins actually does, uh, true or false coach, over the course of his collegiate career, he has rushed for over 200 yards. Wow, that's pretty bad. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> true well, or false, coach? Uh, oh, that's a true or false? Uh, true. That is absolutely incorrect, coach. He has he has a collegiate career total of 194 rushing yards, coach. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I meant. I meant he didn't run a lot. I, oh, well, I, I heard it wrong. Yeah, uh, his, so that's uh, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's got okay. he's got pretty much no like they ran him on option plays uh quite a bit from what I saw, but it, it really was more because he's big. Yeah. Um, th- rather than because he's fast, because he's really not fast. Um, so, to be fair, he, he redshirted in 2016. 2017 was a was like sophomore, and then of course the draft year was 2018 when he went crazy. But he only yeah. rushed for 108 yards in 2018. So yeah, no, he's he's not a he's not he a is, he's not a running yeah, quarterback. He is not. Mo- he's about as he's mobile a pocket as passer. A, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone compared him to Derek Carr. He's yeah, I could see that actually. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, that he's got, yeah. <laughs> <a glowing. laughs> he, he's got, uh, he's got some. From what I saw on the on video, is like there's some accuracy concerns. Some of like his teammates' skill kind of bailed him out a lot. Is what I is what I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a lot of his yardage came from yards after catch. From what I saw, I don't know. Again, I actually don't know the statistical information here on this. So, so all of that could just actually be wrong, Matt. Like from the stats. Uh, but yeah. what I saw on video, it see that see that's what I saw, and it didn't. I, I don't know. It, it, it's weird. He's gonna need time because if he can get the time and the training and stuff, and he can fix up the things that he's not doing well at right now he does have an nfl arm so yeah i don't know and and like i said with with all these qbs none of us know any of the behind the scenes stuff he could he could have been the best on the board you know we uh, we we don't know like he could he could have been the best on the chalkboard could have known all the plays i don't know you have no idea yeah Um, so i think uh i think he might be able to succeed in the right situation and i don't think washington is the right situation yeah, I agree with that. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take a while. Guess apparently, I was listening to like the a bunch of scouts talk, and they said there's a report that in the Washington War Room, uh, one of them said, "If we take Dwayne Haskins, I will vomit on this table." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nobody knows who it was. They don't know if it was like Jay Gruden or uh, you know Daniel Snyder or anybody. But that's uh, that actually happened. That's dirty. Yeah. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm just gonna actively be rooting against him just because of that <laughs> dude. So yo, legit though, I actually think that I think the Giants stole Daniel Jones from the Redskins. Like, I'm not kidding. Because because yeah, right. Dan Snyder made that big fucking hurrah. Like, I'm gonna I'm announcing to the media that I am taking <laughs> over this draft. The last time he did that, they traded like half their ammo in the draft to, to, to get up to two to get RG3. And yep. I'm pretty sure they wanted to move up in this draft and pick somebody. And with and my guess is that it was Daniel Jones and the Giants took it from him. Yeah. So that, that's what I think happened there. They're um, probably like, eh, they're not going to take Daniel Jones at six. They won't do yeah. it. <laughs> and then they did, but it could work uh, out that Haskins is way better than Daniel Jones. Who knows? Yeah, we'll we don't know anything until yep. it actually happens. But if we yep. look back on this, 
and he's bad than we predicted. <laughs> uh, Brian Burns went to the Panthers, which I think is a pretty good pick. He seemed like he was like an underrated pass rusher from yep. everything I was hearing. Deep class on the D-line, so, I mean, any mm-hmm. of these guys could be great. I'm yep. not looking forward to seeing him twice a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would not be either. Um, then the uh, Giants took Dexter Lawrence nose tackle. Yeah. So I guess they need that. <laughs> I, I, I think. yeah. I don't know. Like, how many teams even run with a legitimate nose tackle anymore? You know? I know the Packers do in the 3 4, but even then, you like, they swap it up so much that it's like they play, they play so don't, many different schemes. Don't the Ravens run a, run a DT? Well, uh, yeah. Right. Nose guard, I mean. Yeah. The nose Packers tack- also got do, a, yeah. Kenny Clark, who's like one of the best nose tackles. Like, he's, mm-hmm. got, he's gotten really good. It does seem to be like a like a fading position, the nose tackle. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, the, the Giants have had success when they stole Snacks Harrison away from us. So uh, you know, they had <laughs> yeah. success with him. So well, it's know, great true. to have a nose tackle because the the thing about that is that it keeps your it keeps your defensive line versatile, right? And, yeah. And playing nose nose tackle is arguably the hardest position on the line to play. Uh, yeah. So if you have someone who's actually really confident that it's like having almost like a jack of all trades as far as like where you want to shift them in and out of the line they can they can play on the end they can play yeah uh on the twos i mean they like nose nose tackles are it's just a specialized position but if they're good then they're real good and and your your defensive line is super duper scary because then you can do a lot of stunts and everything and they uh they're they're neat to watch but uh yeah it is it's not that common anymore in the nfl yeah, mm-hmm. like the plat- the platonic ideal of a nose tackle, like positionally, I'd imagine, is that he is going to be on every play eating up multiple blocks. Yeah. Right? If he's not good enough to do that, though, then you've just got a slow defensive lineman, which is, I think, why teams are moving away from that as a mm-hmm. coveted position and moving towards more of the, like, agile Aaron Donald type. Mm-hmm. Um, but... At the same time, you know, um, like I said, they've had success at that position before. So, you know, maybe this guy's the dude. Maybe he's going to be a beast. Yeah. I mean, those, those tackles are, are designed to eat multiple blocks. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, good for the Giants. They're doing it. Uh, <laughs> then Garrett yeah. Bradbury, uh, center guard, went to Minnesota. Mm. Uh, they need offensive linemen very badly there. Extremely so, badly, yeah. Yep, because yep, Rob's favorite boy in the entire NFL. <laughs> he Cousins be, he, needs his help. He wouldn't be an incomplete pass machine without uh, more offensive linemen. So, <laughs> I, I'll just have you know, he was top ten in all passing categories again on the Vikings. He but can't he, win in the playoffs. You know who? You know who? Uh, go to the playoffs. <laughs> this um, is actually more even of a, of a pick for their running game because their running game was fucking atrocious last year. Yeah. So they they actually really need some help there on the O line, get mm-hmm. that running game going. Yeah. Um. And they took a running back in the first round last year, which was uh, Dalvin Cook. So mm-hmm. I think they need they need Dalvin Cook to get going. I think he yep. got injured though last year, so he's probably going to be. Uh, Rob, he was. Yeah. Rob, as a matter of fact, Alpaca Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then the Broncos took Noah Fant. Yeah, Which, you know, you got to get Joe Flacco's tight end. There it is. <laughs> uh, which, think, you know, could work. 
I think it's a pretty I had, good pick. I had Fant going to the to the Packers, so. Hmm. Um, I mean, well, they, I saw a lot of things saying Noah Fant was even better than Hawkinson. Yeah, yep. that's what I saw. I mean, that's the reason yeah. why I put him at the. I put him. I didn't put Hawkinson going to the to the Packers. I had I had Fant going, but mm. um, yeah, I was. I'm not surprised to see tight ends go so high. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Well, who was the who was the highest drafted tight end of all time? I don't know actually. Highest because it, I mean, first round of the eighth pick, like Hawkinson's. That's really up there. I'm sure there's been. Um, has there ever been a number one pick for tight end? I don't think so. I don't actually know. That's a good question. Let's see. Position draft history, tight ends. We had two tight ends go in the first round. Is um, pretty good. Let's see. Pick number 2017. Uh, let's see. Here's some uh, past <laughs> tight ends that went in the first round. Last year, Ravens took Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I think worked OJ. out for them. Yeah. Yeah. O.J. Howard, Buccaneers. 19th pick. Uh, looks like Eric Hunter Ebron Henry. was the 10th pick. Yeah, Eric Ebron was the 10th pick. Uh, Tyler Eifert, 21. Kobe yeah. Fleener. Ooh, Wait. Vernon Davis was 6. Oh, oh yeah. So was Kellen uh, Winslow, apparently, too. So. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's a pick. Jermaine <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gresham. Ricky Dudley. Ooh. It's not a name I know, <laughs> so he probably did not do too well. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about Vernon Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't... The, the thing oh is. Oh, my like, God. The... Jeremy Shockey. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Shockey. <laughs> yes, I do. Dude, I actually really like Jeremy <laughs> Shockey when I was younger. Really? Oh, dude. I, I don't, don't know. know. I forgot all about him. I'm pretty sure he actually is like one of those side analysts on NFL Network. You know, oh, really? I think so. I, th- I think that's what he's doing. I think I saw him one time. But the thing is with the tight end position. The mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is with the tight end position is it's since Gronk, it's changed a lot. Like mm. Gronk pretty much altered that position forever, I feel like. Mm. And uh, now teams are realizing how valuable having that big body, not necessarily the fastest receiver, but, you know, the biggest target type of guy that also can run is well, uh, pretty valuable. If you, re- if you recall me ranting and raving about Hayden Hurst's touchdown that, uh, this past season, that dude is fast as hell, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, tight ends are getting faster tight- and faster. That was one of the fastest tight end catches I've ever seen. I don't remember who they were playing, but it was incredible to see him out, like, beat out the, uh, the safeties there. When, mm-hmm. did, when did Witten go? Was he drafted as a tight end? I think, didn't Witten go undrafted? Was Hold he undrafted? Hold I on. don't know. Let me look this up. Jason Witten, Wikipedia. <laughs> the all-pro announcer, Jason Witten. Yeah, oh, he's a third rounder. Third round. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, I I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He wasn't undrafted. But that's yeah, where okay. the Packers got their tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, Jason Witten. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of the Packers picks, they picked right after Noah Fant and took Darnell Savage. Which, Not only again, did they pick him, they traded up for him. Yeah, they traded up for him. They gave up two, uh, I think it was both fourth rounders and their 30th overall, which... They traded Seattle, is, didn't they? Yeah, they traded Seattle. I don't think that was too bad. One of those no. fourth rounders was for HaHa Clinton Dix this previous year. So he essentially yep. traded HaHa Clinton Dix, the New Orleans pick, 
and a fourth rounder to move up and get a safety we wanted, which I think is pretty good. Yes. Uh, and after, dude, okay. So at the time, I was like, who is this guy? I've watched highlights, and I love this guy. <laughs> this guy, this is like the perfect compliment to Adrian Amos, who we signed uh, in the offseason, because Amos is a very safe uh, safety. He's like a strong safety, like the stereotypical. Like, he's not going to make mistakes. He plays the run. Uh, he's not going to give up any big plays. Darnell Savage is legit a savage. This dude <laughs> runs around the field at like super high speeds. Uh, he makes crazy hits. He had so many interceptions that were just like, how do you do that? Uh, he's like a legit ball hawk safety. And okay. uh, his name's Savage. So that, <laughs> Sav- that alone. Jr. That somebody was comparing his stats with Nick Collins, and he has like the same stats as Nick Collins, who is probably one of our best safeties like we've ever had. He's a safety when we won the Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, we had the pick six on Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, mm. And he's got the same stats, uh, except he actually hits harder. So it's uh, if it's, if he's anything like Nick Collins, I am all aboard. All aboard the a, Savage train. He had 11 tackles in one game. That's yeah, crazy. The dude's insane. Like I was watching him just make these plays. And everyone in the, the uh, comments was just like, man, I remember when the like this team played this guy. Like He's at, like crazy. Like he had, he had nine solo tackles in another game. That's that's nuts. That is pretty yeah. wild. Like he, he legit, sounds like Jamal Adams for, actually for a safety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like he flies all over the field when you watch his highlights. Like if you want to yeah. just watch like one Darnell Savage highlight thing, you'll be like, wow, this dude's fast, dude. Uh, I believe it. So I'm uh, very excited about that pick now that I've watched all that and heard things. Apparently, he was jumping up people's boards, which is why they wanted to trade up for him. Like oh, he was like okay. a third round prospect that jumped to a second round prospect that jumped to like a first round prospect. And apparently, the Colts wanted to take him at I believe 22. And when they didn't get him, that's when they traded down with Philadelphia. So that's why the Packers traded up to get him. But yeah, he was apparently like flying up draft boards. People were like, "Damn, this kid's good." So then you know. Huh. Uh, so now after after looking into all that, it's like, all right, I'm very happy with this pick now. It does uh, seem weird, though, like trading up for a safety. But I guess if he's that good, then, you know, props mm-hmm. to them. But yeah, well, I like, think I like it because it fits. It's a good player that fits a need because we have Amos. So now we have both our safeties and then we have Jair Alexander at the starting corner. Mm-hmm. And then we got, you know, our other corners right behind it, which is, you know, we can finally get some depth there. And then uh, we pretty much filled out like our defense, which was garbage for the past, I don't know, since we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like 10 years ago. So, I mean, I'm pretty happy with all of it. And uh, uh, at least our first round picks for what we did. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. Uh, then the Eagles, like I said, traded up to get an offensive tackle, Andre Dillard, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty solid pick. Yep. Um, then the Texans took Titus Howard, offensive Titus. tackle, Alabama State. Uh, I think name. it's pretty clear that they wanted Andre Dillard and didn't get him, and yeah. they were like, yeah, all right, right. <laughs> just take a guy. <laughs> they're like, let no him. way they're going to draft or this position. <laughs> we can't let Deshaun Watson keep getting it. Just get somebody. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they panicked. Um, then the Raiders took Josh Jacobs, the Alabama running back, who I think was mm-hmm. the top-rated running back. And uh, he's the uh, he's the Khalil Mack pick also, technically. Yep. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's right. They so they traded, but I guess Marshawn Lynch retired, so they don't got him anymore. They needed a mm-hmm. running back. They got him. So and and he's apparently he was the highest rated running back in the class too. So yeah, 
Uh, it wasn't a very deep running back class, I think. Yeah, out of but, like three yeah. running backs, I think. Yeah, pretty yeah, much, yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, uh, if you're going to take one in this draft, take the best, <laughs> yeah. right? You know? <laughs> so. Yep. Then the Ravens got Marquise Brown. Why uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown, as some call him, who's like 5'8", 170 or 160 or something. Yeah, like, he's like way skinny. That's like that's like Coach Crindor's stats. Right that's there. like my status right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I was to be an NFL player, that's probably the size I would be. But would you really want to be called Hollywood Brown, though? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> it I either saw sounds, Barry. <laughs> it I either sounds Barry, like a really uh, bad... It sounds like a really bad like crayon color or <laughs> like does, actually or like a fetish name for a movie that you probably shouldn't Google. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Um, I saw Barry make the joke where he's like, Man, Hollywood Brown must be sad that a wide receiver is gonna be thrown to him. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh so you know, we'll see uh, we'll see how that works out in Baltimore. He is fast uh, as hell, so he is fast, so that Ravens team is pretty much all about speed. I'm, yep, I'm still uh, looking forward to watching Lamar Jackson play this year, Coach. Oh, me yeah. too. Sh- we'll see if he's I'm improved. glad that they supported their quarterback by getting offensive <laughs> players. That's yeah, awesome. it's pretty cool that they would do that. But Joe Flacco <laughs> like some other teams. an elite quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the Redskins got Montez Sweat, which is a great value pick. He's supposed to be like a probably around a to like top 10 even like maybe around yeah, yeah, 10 projected to go pretty high mm-hmm. yeah so that could end up being a really good steal for him uh oakland then took jonathan abram a safety out of mississippi state uh they got from think, the cowboys yeah um and i think he's gonna be he's supposed to be a pretty solid safety i don't know if he's a strong safety free safety but uh he's pretty high up there yeah. uh then the Chargers took Jerry Tillery, which I called after seeing that they need defensive line very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that pick makes sense. Maybe a little high for him, but whatever. Back to uh, the, the John and Abram pick real quick. That was yep. the trade that they acquired from Dallas for the Amari Cooper trade, by the way. Ah. So uh, Jonathan Abram and Josh Jacobs are the trade picks. Yep. Yeah. Which means we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if they were worth it. Yeah. Um. Then L.J. Collier was picked by the Seahawks defensive end. Collier, coach. Collier? <laughs> L.J. Collier, Collier? Like Dave uh, Collier. <laughs> and uh, apparently this is a classic uh, Seahawks pick because they heard that uh, he, like, apparently he's, like, plays for his mother who died or something mm. so like he's like yeah i'm playing for her and whatever and then pete carroll heard it and he's like we're taking this guy <laughs> uh, so a classic between, pete carroll chewing uh chewing the gum in his mouth that's got a good scheme uh <laughs> then the giants who i didn't even realize had three first round picks uh took deandre baker a uh, corner yeah. i guess he's good I mean, yeah, uh, it was part of a three-team trade, so yeah. Uh, I it's the Giants. Uh, yeah. Then the Falcons took Caleb McGarry, another yep. offensive lineman. They're very concerned for Matt Ryan mm-hmm. uh, getting older. Uh, and then the Patriots got Nikhil Harry. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> Which uh, I think Don't's... is a receiver Rob wanted. Yeah, I liked him. I liked that guy, and I'm and now sad. You hate him. <laughs> well, I 
I'm I'm both flattered that Bill Belichick and I think alike, but also very sad that Bill Belichick likes this person <laughs> because he seemed very, very good, and I don't like that Bill Belichick likes him. It's very yeah. scary that Bill Belichick <laughs> took a receiver in the first round. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like that. I'm sure every single Jets fan was uh, shaking their boots when they saw that wide receiver walk. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not feeling too yeah. good about that You one, know he's but... just sitting there like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to be the next Randy Moss. Let's get him. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I, I just picture I, I picture the hoodie just like leaning back in like one of these computer chairs, and be like, ah, just get a wide receiver. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but of course, the biggest pick of the draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Rocky Sin corner <laughs> Temple. Yeah, and they got that pick from the Jets. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that they did. How could you do uh, that, Rob? How could you do that? <laughs> you could have had, had Rocky Sin. Really could have. Really could have. It's very sad. Um, that was. Uh, those are the main picks. The first round. Some other notable picks that happened. Of course, Jawan Taylor. Uh, The Cardinals got Byron Murphy, who's one of the top-ranked corners, if not the top-ranked corner. Yep. Um, They had Greg Little from Ole Miss go to the Panthers. They had uh, Cody Ford, who was projected as a first-round pick, go to the Bills. So the Bills getting a steal in the second round. Broncos Uh, did end up getting Drew Locke. Drew Locke, second-round pick. Uh, we had a feeling he'd go to the Broncos, and he did go to the Broncos. Yep, yep. <laughs> he seemed like a a a John Elway a John Elway type of QB. Yeah, he which really is did. to say that he seems bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In bad. my opinion, anyway, it's a pretty uh, bargain bargain pick. I gotta say, that's a lot no, of value right there. I, I mean, like honestly, like Drew Locke. That's that's right around where he should be picked. In my opinion, like he's he's a second round like developmental. Mm-hmm. You know, if all the things work out, he's got all of the uh, like. If you had pr- printed out a template of a QB on a computer, he mm-hmm. has all the same measurements, right? So that's <laughs> as opposed to your eye watches. <laughs> that's the, and that's what Elway likes. He's yeah. Oh, this guy's six foot four, two thirty. Perfect. Pick him. Good. He also legit looks like a big douche. He does uh, look like a douche. And <laughs> he remind he looks like Jay Cutler still, which is yeah. what freaks me out. And I think that's what John Elway likes. He's like, dude, this guy's like Jay Cutler. <laughs> Big douche Jay Cutler. Got him. <laughs> um, He's got to get the porn stash going, though. Mm-hmm. He does. He's got to work on that one. Yeah. Um, so that'll uh, <laughs> that'll be interesting to see, uh, see that unfold in Denver. Uh, especially with Joe Flacco going from one team that wants to replace him to another team that eventually wants to replace him. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, we don't he's want getting old. Flacco, get him out of here. <laughs> uh, Packers, took, uh, <laughs> Packers took Elton Jenkins, which is like a versatile offensive lineman. So I like that pick because he can play in any of the spots where we'll probably get injuries at like we do every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> then the another big pick was Greedy Williams to the Browns. Yeah. People had Greedy Williams in the first round, and the Browns get him at pick 46 in the second round. Like, that's so, a really good steal. The, I don't remember who it was, but one of the Browns picks had a, a, a hilarious story. I don't know if you guys saw this, that he was taking a dump when the Browns called him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> coach, how can, you, how can you skip over Tampa Bay's second pick, Coach? Sean Bunting. Oh, yeah, Sean Bunting. Sean Bunting. Could be playing baseball. 
Yep, but mm-hmm. instead but he decided to play football in Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers. with Kyler Murray. Yep, from Central Michigan. It's uh, again, all they had to do was just not pick anyone on offense, and I was happy with it. And they and did. They it. did it Proud until of the fifth round. Until then... the kicker. Uh, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> the uh, the other big uh, picks here that I saw: Eric McCoy to the Saints. That's pretty good for an offensive lineman. You get to play with Drew Brees. Uh, mm-hmm. Irv Smith Jr., the Alabama tight end, goes to Minnesota. A.J. Brown, one of the top wide receivers, goes to Tennessee, which is great for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and D.K. Metcalf going to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be really interesting. That is either going to be Russell Wilson throwing to Calvin Johnson or Russell Wilson throwing to... A uh, guy that's not on the team in two years. <laughs> so we'll see which one it is. Should be yeah. exciting. Um, as so, yeah. for the rest of the picks, it's uh, you know just the uh, typical like whatever. But we can go over our own teams. Rest of the picks. So uh, let's see what the Jets picked, uh, mm-hmm. which I think was more defense. Actually, the Jets got a Jakai Polite. We did. Who was supposed to be possibly a first round pick. Yeah. Um, so. I made a tweet um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I was angry at the Jets for taking a defensive player. Still angry, to be honest with you. Yeah. But again, (laughs) I I understand my own bias, and I understand that this dude might be legit very good. Um, In fact, I'm seeing on uh, on the Jets subreddit right now, according to PFF. (laughs) Yep. Jakai Polite was the 19th player in all of college football, just the 19th like overall grade. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really good. Um that's 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 great in fact. Mm-hmm. Um but with the amount of linebackers that we took in this draft, I'm starting to believe that Darren Lee is definitely on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Um so, you know, hopefully, hopefully we get a fucking center for our team, which we have not addressed this entire offseason, dude. Hey, hey Rob, I yeah. have a question for you. Yeah, hit me. How do you pronounce your third round pick's name? So, I don't know, but I've been <laughs> saying Chuma Adoga. Chuma it might be, might be Kuma. Kuma would Chuma, be a cool name, too. That is yeah. a cool name. I thought it was Chuma. It might be. I don't know. The thing is, so we don't, we don't, technically we don't need a tackle. Um, so, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, there was a seen, picture on the his, subreddit. Yeah. Have you seen his picture? Mm, no. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, yes. Would you of? like to see his picture? All right. Yeah. I have his picture. <laughs> I'm putting it in the private text. There you go. He yeah. looks like he got very high. <laughs> very high. He like that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, I've been I'm reading a little about him. Apparently, Chakai Polite fell so much because of motivational issues, and yeah. Chuma Idoga had even worse motivational <laughs> issues. Yeah. So those players would have gone higher, but yeah. maybe now that they're part of the Jets, they will be very motivated to play football <laughs> with Sam Darnold. I mean, it could be, you know, you never know. Like, here's the thing. We do have some real good fucking leadership on the defensive side of the ball. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we have amazing leadership on the offensive side. I'm hoping that we do because we have Sam Darnold. 
but I'm not sure. That's not that's not really a lot of the news stories that I've heard necessarily that he's like amazing in the locker room or anything. Yeah. But I, well, I mean, know that Jamal know. Jamal Adams is. So you never know with these guys. Like maybe they just took a you know took a bit off in college because they didn't want to get injured. They yeah. want to get to the NFL before they start trying. Or they're still you know they're all really young. Could so be. You never yeah. know if they just grow up and then yeah. they get better. So. I'm just happy Let's we see. got at least one fucking offensive lineman in the goddamn draft. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> then the Jets took Trevin Wesco tight end. Yeah, which is so. great. I you would think that's that's like offensive side of the ball, dope. However, this dude is seems like a blocker uh, tight end. He is a he. So he's a blocking tight end. He's apparently the best blocking tight end in the in the class. So oh. there's that. But he's Works so for Le'Veon really, Bell. yeah, exactly. So he's he's for Le'Veon. He's not for mm-hmm. Darnold. Um, so I don't know. Uh, like that, that's cool. I mean, I'm, uh, it's good to have a great blocking tight end if he is a great blocking tight end. You know, because we already yeah. had one of those on the team, Eric Tomlinson, um, who seemed all right. Uh, but uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully he's good, and hopefully he's a great blocker. I don't know. He only has like I think twenty nine receptions in his entire collegiate career. So he's really, really a blocker. Huh. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe you'll get a wide receiver somehow. We'll just fall, like, fall out of the sky or something. Yeah, that'll be, yeah, that'll be nice. <laughs> Undrafted uh, free agents. You never know. Could yeah. be. Um, you can get, get Jason Witten to come out. <laughs> <laughs> then you had uh, Blake Cashman, linebacker, the Cashman. Yeah, we, we didn't have enough linebackers, so, you know, this is good. We need more. Just, if we get, like, 30 or 40 of them, then we might be able to field a good team. So we'll see what happens. There. And, hey, at least uh, your team didn't draft a kicker. That's, <laughs> that's a great point. And you got, a, got corner. a great name, though, so I'm happy about that. You got another great name guy, Blessuan Austin. Correct. That is a wonderful name. I do love the it name. It sounds Bless like Juan. he's sneezing, like, bless you, Juan. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and it looks like undrafted free agents, the Jets did pick up Greg Dortch, a wide receiver out of Wake Forest. We did, yeah, yeah. Who apparently is a like a return specialist type of dude. So that's probably what his role is going to be. But he does seem uh, very good on return. So, you know, hopefully he yeah, picked out up John Battle as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, they picked up like a shit ton of defensive undrafted free agents still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, man, I guess they just really don't like offense. They they never have, and I hate it. I hate every every ounce of it. Because I mean, this is what they did to Mark Sanchez. This is what they did to Geno Smith. I swear to fucking God, if they do it to <laughs> Sam Darnold, too. I, I don't know if I can continue watching this franchise. Like, I legitimately... Like, if, if, if we go next draft, like, the, the draft after this, and we pick up no offense, I, I don't think I can be a fan anymore. I, legitimately, I legitimately can't. Like, I can't uh, do like this anymore, man. Uh, I, can't, I can't live like this anymore. <laughs> I need offense. Please, Please for the love of God. Uh, I mean, you got that extra third-round selection by trading away uh, Teddy Bridgewater, so... That's yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe um, maybe Chuma is is the godsend you needed. Could be, could be. Well, the Buccaneers going over to them. They did get defense, yeah. which is what Sinvicta wanted. He, yeah, you would be happy with the Jets' management. I would. Uh, I, I still wouldn't trade them for <laughs> yeah. management, but I think uh, the Bucks drafted exactly how I wanted them to. I'm sorry, the fifth round, uh, and. <laughs> 
I do have a problem with the, with Sean Bunting though, because the thing is, is the Bucks don't need we don't need defensive backs. Like we need yeah. a safety, right? Yeah. And when Bunting went out at the overall thirty ninth pick, I was kind of like, why? Because yeah. we don't like like DB is it's a good position to draft for. It's not a good position to draft in the second round unless there's something like someone who's like ungodly good. But with mm-hmm. with Savage going out to the Packers in uh, in round one, I was like, okay, so they probably are going to go for. I hope Marquise Blair because I liked I liked the look of how he played uh, mm-hmm. when I was looking at other safeties and stuff. So it surprised me. It kind of disappointed me. I don't know if they're planning on like shifting him to safety, uh, bunting that is, but. That was the that was the one that I sort of was kind of like eh, I don't know about that and then they drafted a cornerback immediately after that so I have to hope that Buck and Bruce will Bucky Bruce will shift one of them because the the inside presence is where Tampa really was hurting the outside so, presence is okay I mean they're all they're we're all hurting on Wikipedia. <laughs> It lists Sean Bunting as a CB. Is he not? Was he not listed as a CB in the draft and stuff? No. He uh, yeah, he was. Well, he was. He was listed as a as a uh, as just general as DB. DB. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, well, then that, then maybe they did draft him to be sort of that flex free safety position. That, I mean, yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only thing I'm assuming because I was like, yeah. need another. That kind of happened with the uh, the Packers and Micah Hyde. Like he was a corner. Mm. And mm-hmm. they put him at safety, and now he's like a Pro Bowl safety with Buffalo. So I mean, there you go. Yeah, it could always work out. Uh, yeah. And then the Seahawks took Marquise Blair. So if you yeah. see him uh, doing great over there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. have our scout specialist, the uh, Sinvicta, the safety specialist. If you call Marquise Blair yeah. and uh, Derwin, Derwin James, James, yeah, <laughs> you're the safety I, guy. Yeah. Even safety though I guy. never played a, a down in my life <laughs> in the secondary. <laughs> I uh I am the I'm the sake the secondary whisperer so <laughs> but I mean uh, again overall I'm okay with every with with them drafting defense the I, I don't know why we decided to go for wide receiver I don't know anything about Scott Miller I'm gonna be honest I'm not gonna try to lie like I do yeah but <sighs> well <laughs> before we get into the special pick that, we had Jamal Dean corner out of Auburn Mike Edwards DB out of Kentucky. Anthony Nelson, defensive end out of Iowa, and uh, Scott Miller, wide receiver, Bowling Green, Terry Beckner Jr., defensive tackle, Missouri. So a lot of secondary help. A couple, uh, couple linebackers uh, or defensive end linebackers. I mean, all defense. And then the ultra pick, round five, pick 145, <laughs> out of Utah, kicker, Matt Gay, who Thanks, probably coach. was made fun of in school. Uh, so, a great deal, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and uh, the crazy and... thing is that he weighs like a lot. <laughs> Does he really? He's a big kicker. He weighs. What the fuck? He's yeah. six feet tall and two thirty. Yeah. All right. That's a big boy. Yeah. If you look at some uh, of these pictures, he's. He looks like he could be a lineman. <laughs> and lineman. Uh, we uh, we took him. In yeah. The round. He's a heckin' chonker right there. That's yeah. uh that's super Tampa. So not only <laughs> not only did we draft yet another kicker in the fifth round, but <laughs> we refused to sign kicker. Just sign a kicker. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. kicker. Did we not know anything from Roberto Aguayo? Who's yeah. 
yeah. you know if it makes you feel any better. Sid it Vicious. doesn't, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, if perchance it may in the future on Sleepless Nights. Bill Belichick drafted a punter in the fifth in this draft as well. So, you know. That's Bill Belichick, though. That's a fair point, yeah. <laughs> and he's, they, he has, if your team has all the weapons you need, then draft a kicker whenever the hell you want. But if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you need defense. <laughs> How in the world are you going to try to convince me that drafting a kicker, instead of just signing one, the millions of kickers that are out there, is a you good know, idea? You're saying this now about Matt Gay. But in 25 years, <laughs> when he's knocking down his third game, like playoff clinching kick, then uh, you know maybe you're not going to be talking so tough on Matt Gay. If I'm alive, in three by then, years. Rob, <laughs> in three years, when he's out of the league, <laughs> like Albert Aguil, I get to tell you'll... Rob that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, that so... is. Fun well, fun fact here, Coach, because we got the trivia questions coming up soon, and I can't wait to get to those. Mm -hmm. uh, but as a little bit of a preview here, I'll let Rob also guess. How many total kickers, talking about place kickers and punters, went in the draft this year? Mm. I think it might be like three. Rob? I'd say like, like two or three, two. Maybe that's absolutely incorrect. There were four kickers that went wow uh, oh. in this year's draft: two place kickers, two punters, and uh, couldn't be happier that the Buccaneers happen to be one of them. Uh, <laughs> the Browns, the the Browns drafted Austin Siebert from Oklahoma, and then the uh, punters on top of Matt Gay, of course, who went to uh, Tampa Bay. I'm not saying that Siebert was on top of Matt Gay. I'm just saying that they, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying the picks were were there anyway. Uh, well, and then the Niners also drafted punter Mitch Wojnowski, and uh, Jake Bailey went to the Pats. Dude, I'm Toronto. just saying it, it now. Uh... Wojnowski, he's going to be the best. You know why? Because <laughs> he's got the funniest sounded name. And <laughs> if, the, if the NFL of the last 20 years has told me anything, is that kickers with funny names do well. So that's Janikowski. true. Exactly. If it uh, makes you feel any better, it doesn't, Coach. All right. <laughs> um, well, this definitely won't then. Uh, the Vikings <laughs> took a kicker, Daniel Carlson, last year uh, yep. in the fifth round. Yeah. Uh, and in great fashion, he blew two of the easiest kicks <laughs> against the Packers, and then was cut <laughs> and picked up by the Oakland Raiders, who he then went seven or uh, sixteen of seventeen with. So he oh. found, his, uh, found his groove after he got cut by the team that drafted him. There you go. So he'll probably be really bad in Tampa and then yep. Uh, yep. get cut and goes to the Patriots and kicks the Super Bowl yep. uh, winning. Yep. Thanks, <laughs> exactly. thanks, Rob. Yeah. Appreciate that. That's uh, how it's going to go for sure. Yeah. That's, that's just um, just super. <laughs> yep. I'm happy so. with Devin White. Not happy with Matt Gay. Everyone else is fine. The, the Sean Bunting picture, uh, pick is a little bit of a noodle scratcher unless – they are planning on flexing him, but uh, yeah. yeah, the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach uh, predicting early predictions here for the 2019 2020 season. Yeah. My official prediction is the Bucks will go a solid two and fourteen, coach. All right, hey, that's two wins. <laughs> that's pretty good, you know. Yeah. That's not bad. Two whole wins. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'd even give him three. I like uh, it. Let's not get crazy <laughs> here now. 
So for the Packers, the rest of their rounds, we got in the third round, Jay Sternberger, Texas A&M tight end. Sternberger. Uh, who a lot of sc- <laughs> <laughs> Sternberger. Uh, I like that. I think it's going to be a fun name to say. I'm down. Uh, apparently, he was the people had him as the best route runner oh. uh, as a tight end in the draft, which I'm all for. I'd rather have a guy that can run routes and not have Aaron Rodgers you know, tear his hair out. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is a guy that just runs fast. He's going to love Sternberger. pick has a great yeah. name. Um, so pretty much they were saying Sternberger, smooth, fluid athlete, uh, pretty much seems like the type of guy Aaron Rodgers wants at tight end can learn behind, uh, our veteran tight ends and maybe he plays basketball, with Jimmy Graham. I don't know. Go. I mean, he's yeah. six, he's six, four. So he was, he yeah. was really good at A&M, uh, when the few times I saw him play there. Sweet. Well, hopefully he's good in Green Bay and we don't need a tight end for like 10 years. Uh, yeah, the next pick, another Texas A&M player, Kingsley Kiki, which I love that name. I hope somebody just keeps getting sacked by Kiki. Like, oh, <laughs> Kiki with the sack. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, apparently he's fast, big, athletic. I see the, the theme the Packers have been going for is speed and athleticism. Because yeah, if you watched Aggies, us in the past, we lack speed and athleticism. Yeah. So it seems like our new GM uh, Goot comes in and he's like, "Hey, Ted Thompson, good job, but we uh, we're gonna do things a lot differently." And I'm liking what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, so we got Kingsley Kiki. We got in the sixth round Kadar Hallman. Um, which, by the way, in the fifth round with Kiki, very glad we took him instead of a kicker. Uh, then we got Kadar Hallman. Toledo corner. Uh, add some depth there. Another pick I really like. We got in the sixth round, running back Notre Dame, Dexter Williams. Mm. Uh, he's apparently a classic zone runner, which is perfect for our offense. Uh, we'll be running with Lafleur, who pretty much runs a zone running offense, which reminds us of the Super Bowl team when we ran a zone run, which was uh, James Starks. Mm-hmm. He was that one cut downhill uh, style runner, which I think is really good. Or uh, even Ryan Grant, who we used to have back mm. in the day so i think that could be a little bit of a surprise pick he could probably fit in behind aaron jones and uh, jamal williams maybe come in as like a burst type of guy mm-hmm. uh so i like that and then in the seventh round we got ty summers who's uh pretty much one of those like uh exceptionally fast extremely good athletes that just needs to get better at mechanics so probably i thought you were gonna say something guy. about about kadar holman with his uh his name being like some sort of Cthulian sounds God like a, a sword or some shit wielded yeah, sounds, by a fantasy like a character. That sounds like Kadar. a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, he's actually a six foot guy who ran a four three. So again, Damn. we're uh, we're going all out athleticism. Like I was saying. Yeah. But Al it Davis worked last year. Yeah. Yeah. So might as well keep doing it if it worked last year. Yeah. And Jair Alexander and and your team is in the Bucks or the Jets, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. We still have a Hall of Fame quarterback leading the way, so I'm pretty happy with that. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, must be must be nice, Coach. <laughs> yep. So uh, we also from last year we had a third rounder, Oren Burks, linebacker, who apparently has been making like big strides and stuff. So that's another linebacker guy. And a lot of people, the big complaint was people being like, Packers did take wide receiver. We need wide receivers. <laughs> I was like, no. Okay, first off. We took like three wide receivers last year. All right, give them some time. Yeah. Okay. We got uh, we have Devonte Adams. So we already have a number one. So it's like you know whatever. Uh, then we got uh, Geronimo Allison at the number two, who's like a solid number two guy. He just got injured last year. 
And then behind him, we've got uh, Jamon Moore, who we picked in the fourth round, who didn't even really play last year. He could have a breakout season. We had Equinemius St. Brown and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who both played like pretty good for being rookie wide receivers. Like If you yeah. look at most rookie wide receivers in the league, most of them don't break out for like a year or two. Like yeah. even Devontae Adams. There was a point where Devontae Adams, I was like, we need to cut this guy. <laughs> because he was dropping so many passes. And then he fixed that, and now he's like a top five wide receiver. There you go. Like, So I think people are just quick to to cut wide receivers or push them off. Like, that's safe, Brad Valdez. It's like, dude, these guys could like morph into like a good wide receiver like in their second or third year. Like, Just give them time. Plus, we've got Jake Umaro, the, the Jesus-looking me guy, uh, who made yeah, like, some good plays. So that's another guy. So guy. I think, uh, yeah. I think we're fine there. Uh, and then in last year's pick, Cole Madison in the fifth round offensive lineman, he took the entire year off because, like, his friend died or something. And now he's, like, coming back. And he's like, yo, thanks for, like, having my backpacker organization. So now that's another, like, uh, rookie-type offensive lineman we had from last year. So, uh, honestly, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty happy with what we got. Uh, I'd give our draft uh, probably, like, a B-plus, I think. Okay. All right. Robert. What would you rank the Jets draft? Uh, I would give it an S rank draft because we are going to the Super Bowl next year. So, right. you know, this is right, Rob the best is, draft that we could have possibly had. Rob has smoked something in, uh, in, in the duration of this show, Coach. Not sure if we can, we can handle this sort of substance abuse. Yeah. Uh, and the Buccaneers, Coach, I would have drafted them a, a solid, solid B, B plus maybe. Uh, but the fact that we took a kicker instantly, I just I got to drop him down to a to an F minus coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, uh, Mel Kiper. Fair. Yeah. Mel Kiper gave the Jets a B. Oh, okay. Yeah, there he you gave go. The Packers a C plus and the Buccaneers a C plus. He huh. gave the only A to the Colts. Oh. Well. Uh. Yep. Yeah. Classic I mean that's, that's relatively safe. They did have a great draft last year. They did so, uh, and then an A minus to the Browns, Patriots, Bengals, and Redskins. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, interesting. There also uh, just a couple other draft uh, draft grades. CBS Sports gave the Packers a B. They gave the Buccaneers a. Uh, where did they put the Buccaneers? Oh, they gave the Jets a B plus. Wow. Hell yeah. Hey, there you go. go. CBS and they gave <laughs> the Buccaneers a C plus. Yeah, that's about um, right. And the worst pick, they said, why did you take a kicker again? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Any journalist worth of salt would have said that. <laughs> there's the NFL.com. Uh, they didn't even grade all the teams. They just gave. Well, I guess they did, but I didn't find it. Uh, they gave the love picks to the Washington Redskins, Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins, and Philadelphia Eagles. They gave the like picks to the Bills and Jaguars. And they gave the loathe picks to the Giants, Texans, and Lions. Um, yep. So <laughs> that's what all the uh, the experts, quote unquote, say. Mm -hmm. Uh but clearly, we're the experts, so our opinions well, yeah, yeah. matter. I mean, of course, like, a lot a better lot than everyone else. <laughs> you, you, think, you think you're talking to here? Come on now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, coach. I've got like five minutes left before right. I gotta go to birthday stuff. Uh, okay. 
even though my birthday is not today, but it's if yep. you depending on what day this goes out, then maybe. <laughs> uh, Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. Uh, so here we are. It's a new season, new postseason, preseason. Finally, the Bible of the internet has given us the <laughs> post-draft power ranking. <laughs> now I'm All gonna right. pick, I'm gonna pick both of y'all's brains just to see how much you've been paying attention. Because right. I'm guaranteeing that neither of you will pick the correct top five. I'll start with Rob. Rob, one through five does not have to be in order. Bonus points if it is, which it won't. Uh, <laughs> five, the top five teams, the NFL Power Rankings on NFL.com.com. Uh, Patriots, Saints, Chargers, Chiefs. Um, Mm, oh god i don't know what, what would be the fucking last one um uh you know what browns say browns all right coach i'm gonna say patriots saints uh probably the rams oh rams uh, is a good choice yeah yeah the chiefs <coughs> and who else would be up there? Maybe the, you know, probably the Colts. All right. You, both of you are absolutely incorrect. Uh, <laughs> starting at the top, we have the Saints moving past the Patriots to number one. That's oh, only down to two. Rams stayed at three. The yep. Chargers stayed at four. Oh. And then the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I got it right. Oh, yeah. Sitting at the fifth spot, the Chiefs. Here you go. This is going to be the follow-up question now uh, to both of you. Where do you think the Chiefs fell down to? Uh, 11. Six. 11? Oh, my they God. Were, they were previously six pre-draft. They have fallen down to the eighth spot. Mm. Now, here's the real noodle scratcher, because I can't wait to hear you guys guess this. Uh-oh. Out of the two teams that have that have moved above the Chiefs, so taking, and I'll even give you the, I'll even give you the the spots, the rankings, the sixth and seventh team. You don't have to get it in that order. Can you name the two teams that have now shifted uh, to above the Chiefs in the NFL Power Rankings dot com slash Bible of the Internet? Uh, I'd say Browns and Vikings, Chargers, and. I mean, we already um, said the Chargers. We already said the Chargers, Rob. Okay, not the Chargers. <laughs> uh, the Eagles and the Dolphins? The Eagles is correct. The Bears jumping uh, over the Chiefs. Okay, that makes sense. The Bears. Yeah. Right. Somehow. Well, I don't know why I said the Vikings. Yeah, I like the yeah. Bears are probably better than the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's, a, here's another gr- good one for both of y'all. True or false? The Cleveland Browns. Our Browns, true or false, they are still listed in the top 10 power rankings. True. Absolutely. True. 100%. They got to be up there. That is absolutely correct. The Browns sitting at the Ooh. 10th spot. Uh, and now here comes the real one, Coach Crendor. Now, remember, I'm not the one who makes these. I'm just the one who's reading right. them off yep. the list here. <laughs> Coach, true or false, the Packers have moved into the top 15 in the post-draft power rankings. That's got to be true. That's 100% incorrect, Coach. What? The Packers are listed at 16th after moving up one position <laughs> from the 17th position. Uh, they trail They trail the Texans, the Titans, the Ravens, 
Vikings, Seahawks, and then the Browns rounded we out. We trail the, the Texans and the Titans who coach, don't even don't, like. You can't question right. it, Coach. Right. This, is, okay. this is the Bible of the internet. I can see you trailing the Texans, but the Titans, I'm not so sure, (laughs) mister. Rob, the Jets have climbed their way into the top 20 in the post-draft power rankings. False. Absolutely correct. The Jets have stayed (laughs) at the 23rd uh, position. They trail the Raiders, the 49ers, Lions, Jaguars, Steelers, Falcons, and the Packers. They put us behind the fucking Raiders, dude. (laughs) And the Lions. Well, you can't Actually, you beat the Lions. It. Yeah, we destroyed the Lions. We nope. <laughs> can't their ass can't into question the it. This is the NFL power ranking. <laughs> How are the 49ers so high? Coach, can't, you can't do it. Just don't worry about it. Can't question <laughs> right. it. Okay. This is the Bible here. How are the Raiders so high? What the yes, shit? Great question. Right. Two questions left. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have climbed out of the top 30 in the oh. NFL power rankings on NFL.com. Uh, I'll give him a true. Rob? I said false. You're almost correct, Rob. The Bucks have fallen to the 29th rank. <laughs> okay. After the, <laughs> after the draft. Yes. Uh, NFL.com. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Uh, the, <laughs> one of the reasons for this, citing the Sean Bunting pick as uh, as the reasons why that was not a little bit of a a scratcher there. And then finally, guys, here we go. This is the question of the year. Mark this day down in history. All right. Can you two guess the 32nd ranked team in all the NFL power rankings on NFL.com? You Oof. get one guess. New York Giants. Oh, that's a good guess. I want to say it's the Cardinals. But I think it's. Uh, let's go Cardinals. Why not? That's absolutely incorrect. The Cardinals cool. have risen to the thirty-first position. Of course. All right. Above <laughs> the only team that could make it seem even more hilarious, falling to the thirty-second rank from thirty-first, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Even after acquiring Rosen from the Cardinals. Wow. I mean, it's not wrong. They are pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) Where are the Giants at? Uh, The Giants coach are currently ranked at the 27th spot, which is where they stayed. Yeah, and the Redskins have actually risen out of the top 30 to the 28, a meteoric rise (laughs) as they scale past the Bengals and the Bucks to be on the 28th spot. With that yeah. Dwayne Haskins pick. Yep. I mean, all right. Um, there you go. That's the uh, NFL power rankings on NFL.com. Coach and Rob, back up to you in the booth. All right. Well, I, uh, I guess that'll do it for the post-draft show. Yeah. Um, we got, we got, we're now excited for the next NFL season, so we got to yeah. wait a bit, uh, which yeah. uh, I think about three months. We got to wait maybe a little more. Uh, probably like three months, couple weeks, but then we get preseason action. Actually, it says it right here. Uh, the first game of the 2019 season is the uh, Broncos and Falcons. Oh, you only have pre-season. to wait 128 days, Coach. Oh, we get to see Drew Lock uh, yeah. in action there, so that yeah, sounds yeah, pretty Drew Locke fun. In action that is August first at eight o'clock Eastern time on NBC. 
Well, that's preseason. Uh, so, well, yeah, but it's the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so pretty preseason. much, uh, literally three months. We're three months away from football starting up again. Thank God. So I need it <laughs> yeah. back in my life. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, that should be fun. We'll see what happens with all our picks, uh, how they do in training camp and all that good stuff. When are we going to go? When are we coming back? Uh, are we that's a great stuff? question. Uh, I mean, yeah, might as well. Yeah, <laughs> we can do preseason do. shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> we can, uh, it'll be fun to be like, oh man, this guy looks great in the preseason. They're like, just terrible in the regular yeah, season. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we'll be back in three months. See you then. And, uh... That's all I got. It's the end of Sports Center. All right, I'm just I'm just stopping.